This is a Real Presence Radio News Link. Today at 11, the Diocese of Sioux Falls will be celebrating its Chrism Mass, inviting everyone to join in prayer as it streams its service via its YouTube channel. Mass will be prayed in the cathedral with only the liturgical ministers present. The Chrism Mass is a celebration of the institution of the priesthood and the blessing and consecrating of the holy oils. The Diocese of New Ulm has extended the suspension of public Masses through April 13th. Yesterday, Bishop John Lavore released a statement saying that based on the most recent information received by local, state, and federal health authorities for slowing the rapid spread of the coronavirus, he has made this difficult decision. New Ulm joins the Diocese of Duluth, Winona, Rochester, and Cheyenne in suspending the public celebration of Holy Week and Easter liturgies. And tomorrow, Pope Francis will have a moment of prayer outside St. Peter's Basilica in Rome and provide a special apostolic blessing. This prayer is for those suffering from the coronavirus pandemic, and you'll hear it on Real Presence Radio at 7 p.m. Central. This has been a news link. Stay tuned for Real Presence Live. In today's crowded higher education field, there's one university whose quality and personal care stands out from the crowd, the University of Mary. The University of Mary offers truly affordable, flexible adult education because your success is our priority. Here, you matter, and we're with you every step of the way to make sure you succeed. Choose a university community that cares about you as a student for life. Discover us at online.umary.edu slash discovermary. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating Mass together, and friendships. Here at Riverview, we have all those things and more. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. With Senior Independent Living Apartments and our Crosshaven neighborhood for those seniors who need a little more assistance, it is the sense of community here that makes Riverview home to all of us. Contact me, Carrie Dew, or Kelly Brecky for a tour at 701-237-4700 or online at homeishere.org. Through these times of trial, we invite you to join us in steadfast prayer for all those affected by the coronavirus and for increased hope and trust in the Lord. Monday through Friday from 1030 to 11 Central during Real Presence Live, our hosts lead a live rosary for these intentions. We also celebrate daily Mass at 9 a.m. and 3.15 p.m. after the Chaplet of Divine Mercy. And on Sundays, we bring you Mass at 7 and now 1030 a.m. Central. Please join us as often as you can. We're your family of faith and hope. Looking for the latest news coming out of our local diocese on the novel coronavirus precautions? Listen for RPR Newslink updates Monday through Friday at the top of each hour during Real Presence Live and again throughout the afternoon, five minutes before 12, 1, 5, and 6 p.m. Central. We want to keep you informed so you can make the best decisions for you and your loved ones in this time of trial. It's the RPR Newslink, weekdays at the top of each hour during Real Presence Live and five minutes before 12, 1, 5, and 6 p.m. Central, right here on Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. 
This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Father Vasek, your host today from the University of Mary in Bismarck, North Dakota. We are moving into our second hour. I know that this time for all of us is, what can we say, different than other times. Um, but we're going to, in our next segment, we're going to be speaking about uh, how we can find a way forward with the Lord. And so we'll be speaking with Father Wayne Saller. But before we get to that, I just want to share with you a few ways that you can listen to Real Presence Radio. Uh, one of the ways you can listen to Real Presence Radio is via the Real Presence Radio app. So if you don't already have that and you have some sort of smart device like a phone or a iPad or a whatever else they make, I don't even know, uh, you can head to the app store on whatever phone or tablet or smart streaming device that might be and search for Real Presence Radio. And so once you have it, you can listen to great daily programming like Real Presence Live Monday through Friday from 9 to 11 Central. Also, there is a recording of each one of these shows that we archive and leave on the interwebs somewhere. So a daily podcast is stored. If you happen to miss a show, you can reflect on the daily mass readings. You can submit a prayer request. You can even become a part of the family if the Lord is calling you to donate to Real Presence Radio. So take a moment and download the app as we prepare to head into our next interview, which is going to be with Father Wayne Sattler of the Diocese of Bismarck. Father, thank you for letting us speak with you today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. We're glad to speak with you. You are a priest of the diocese. You are stationed where doing what, Father? Tell us a little bit. Yeah, I'm uh, currently the pastor of St. Anne's in Bismarck. I've been here for about seven years. I've been a priest of the diocese for 23 years. And the assignment that I had prior to this, um, I lived as a diocesan hermit for six years, and I mentioned that because our topic today is um, having peace with Christ in the midst of our battles. And um, it was in the Hermitage back in 2007 that I first encountered these words of the then Pope Benedict XVI, um, that Christ's peace is not synonymous with a mere absence of conflicts, he wrote. He said, on the contrary, Jesus' peace is the result of a constant battle against evil. And I remember reading that and writing it on my walls, and since 2007, it's really stuck with me ever since then. Yeah, say it again, Father. Those are powerful words. Peace is not the absence of... So, Christ's peace is not synonymous with a mere absence of conflicts. On the contrary, Jesus' peace is the result of a constant battle against evil. Hmm. So peace is found in the war, not avoiding the war. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Well, okay. yeah, it, it's interesting, you know, because uh, Christ made this proclamation of peace, you know, to his disciples after his resurrection from the dead. And, and like many of us, they were locked behind closed doors at the moment. <laughs> and he came through to them in the midst of their locked doors and their fear and their panic and their anxiety. And he said, peace be with you. And he had to say it three times because they... They just didn't get it. They didn't register because the word that he uses in Hebrew is shalom, and that can be translated two ways. Shalom can convey a harmony, but it also communicates a completeness and a wholeness. 
And the reason they didn't get it right away was because there was no harmony. You know, if we go outside these walls, we're going to die. And Jesus was coming to tell them, yeah, there's not harmony out there, but there is a completeness. There is a wholeness. I have completed the Paschal mystery. There's nothing for you to fear anymore. A new order has been established in which we are saved. And as he had told them, you're going to have trouble in the world, but take courage. I've conquered the world. (laughs) So it's a different aspect of peace. When we think of peace, we kind of think, I'm okay, you're okay. We think of this harmony between us. And that's nice when we have that. But the peace that Christ came to bring is not the same as that. It's, uh, It's a fulfillment. It's completeness that can only be found in Him. Hmm. Yes, Father, this is good. Thank you for bringing us to our attention today, and we're going to talk about it for about another 15 minutes, which I think will be just great. Um, it's a, a, a great example uh, of the upper room. Um, the apostles are hiding, are there because they're afraid of, of what's outside of those walls. And um, maybe something, could we say, say it's something like... Uh, it doesn't matter what the circumstances are, circumstance being the things that are, are all around us, it's, uh, but rather it's about the, the, the one with whom uh, we are dwelling with. Uh, it's, uh, it's, if we abide with uh, Jesus, then it, it doesn't matter what the things around us might be, might be carrying. Is that, is that kind of another way of saying it? That precisely. Um, yeah, and Jesus, you know, before he suffered, died, and rose from the dead, he told his disciples that the peace, the peace I leave with you, the peace I give, is not as the world gives it to you. Mm-hmm. So again, um, and they didn't get that, you know, beforehand, and they didn't get it right away when he stepped into the room when they were locked in out of fear. But what's beautiful and powerful for us to be renewed in is that when they did get it, they went right outside, and they were not afraid anymore. Um, and they did suffer, and they did die. But they did it because they weren't, they had Christ with them. They were complete. They were fulfilled. So it didn't matter what the Romans or the Jews were going to do to them, or the Gentiles even. It just, what mattered was that Christ was with them, and Christ had risen from the dead, and that he had conquered the world. And I think... We need to tap into that very, very deeply right now, um, because we're filled with anxieties, we're filled with fears, we're filled with doubts. We don't know what's going to happen when we step outside these doors. We don't even know when we're going to be able to step outside these doors again. And we can be filled with fear, we can be filled with doubts, we can be filled with anxiety. And it's precisely in that room that Christ wants to enter in and bring us His peace, that reassurance that I'm the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and only in me can you find the fulfillment that you're looking for. Um, it doesn't mean that we don't face the daily trials and the daily struggles. Uh, you know, that doesn't, it's not sidestepping those. Um, there's another quote of Pope Benedict um, from his document on hope, where he said, it's not by sidestepping or fleeing from suffering that we're healed, but rather through our capacity to accept it, to mature through it, and find meaning through our union with Christ, who suffered with infinite love. Mm. So we're not going to be able to sidestep or flee what we're going through right now. We're, all, we're going to suffer right now. Um, mm. We are suffering right now. And we can't just sidestep it, but we need to somehow accept what we're going through, mature through it, 
and find meaning. That's the key to any suffering that we go through, that the worst suffering is when we don't find meaning in it. But with Christ's resurrection, we can find meaning in any suffering through our union with him who suffered for us. Okay, I want to continue with this, but I want to just let everybody remember what we're up to here. This is uh, Father Craig Vosick, your host for the day. I'm visiting with Father Wayne Sattler of the Diocese of Bismarck. And the topic is, we. it's a, it's a big topic, uh, and it's, it's uh, very pertinent to our time, which is how do we live with peace... Uh, in the midst of uh, whatever we're in, and uh, what we're in this is going to be my next question to you, Father. Uh, wh- whether we're in uh, a difficult situation, a dangerous situation, an uncertain situation, um, whatever the situations might be, there is a peace that Jesus Christ brings. So, Father's already given the example of the upper room. Uh, there's also Jesus in the boat, uh, and he's asleep, and the apostles are think they're going to die in the storm, and Jesus is like, guys. Um, don't worry. Like, if you have me here, we're going to be all right. And, uh, and they're like, yeah, right. But then he calms the storm and then they're like, oh, okay. I see what you say. Um, that's my abridged version. But, uh, so father <laughs> speak more. You've already introduced some of them, but speak more about what these fears are, because maybe it's not the case that a person's like, thinking, well, yeah, there's going to be people that are going to try to kill me outside. Okay, so I don't understand what this guy's even talking about. But sometimes these are more emotional, maybe, or they're more mental, or they're more spiritual, or they're, or they're physical as well with the coronavirus. Okay, fine. Uh, so talk, just kind of enunciate those fears again so that we can uh, kind of finish our segment by bringing them all to the Lord. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. No, the way that the devil normally comes at us, I mean, he's like, uh, St. Ignatius used to say, he's like a general of an army constantly surveying the enemy, trying to look for a weak link. And normally our weak link in our souls are our own wounds, our own doubts, our own fears, and even our own sins. And Mother Teresa has a very beautiful quote there. She she says, the devil we're going to try to use hurts your life and sometimes your own mistakes to feel that it's impossible that Jesus really loves you. And this is the danger, she says, for all of us, because it's completely the opposite of what Jesus is really trying to tell you, that he loves you always, even when you don't feel worry. So the, the struggle that we have is in our own psyche, um, and, and the fears and the doubts, uh, the wounds that we carry, and the evil one, um, he will f- accuse those days and night, as Revelation says, uh, trying to tear us away from the peace of Christ. But it's precisely there that we need to battle him. Um, that peace of Christ is the result of that constant battle against all the fears, all the doubts, all the anxieties, all the wounds, all the sins that he shoves in my face constantly. And I need to resist that. And it couldn't be more timely right now because people are spending more time in their minds and their probably confronting a lot of different wounds, fears, and doubts. But it also couldn't be more timely because we're, we're in the middle of Lent. We're getting ready for Holy Week. And um, this is when Christ came to bring us a peace that the world cannot give. And it's the peace of reassuring us that we're loved, um, that even when we don't feel worthy of it, he, he loves us. We're precious to Him. You know, it's interesting you use the 
Jesus was in the boat, too, because Mother Teresa used to use, as you are likely aware, she would use five-finger um, teachings uh, to impress the gospel. And I, I've employed that with our school students because they, they get it. And she, her famous one was, you did it to me. But last year about this time, um, we had that gospel about uh, the storm and Jesus in the boat. And I used the five-finger thing with them is that, Jesus is in the boat. Mm-hmm. Jesus is in the boat. And we've got to keep that all really clearly in mind right now. That, yeah, there's a storm, and there's a storm within me, there's a storm without. But Jesus is in the boat. And that presence, that awareness of Him there, the fact that He has already conquered anything we could imagine, um, that's our peace. That's where St. Paul says He is our peace. And so just an encouragement, I mean, we're all going to face different things right now, um, and just to renew our hearts in the peace, again, that Christ came to bring. That isn't the same as an absence of conflict. It's the peace of being made complete by Him. And thankfully, you know, we do, many of us still have opportunities to go to reconciliation right now. Um, Even though we have uh, the absence of public masses, most people are able to go to confession and in confession, that's where, you know, we went during the confession, everything's not all right. There's, there's not harmony. We have sin in our souls. But then within a matter of moments, um, Jesus just wipes away those sins, as Psalm 85 says, that too heavy for us are offenses, but you wipe them away. And as the priest will pray in the absolution prayer, may God give you pardon and peace. And within a few moments, um, we're back at peace with him. So if you're able to go to confession, do it. Um, because you will leave the confessional with a peace you didn't have when you went in there, and that that's the peace of Christ. Yeah. So, Father, this is, um, this is really helpful for us to hear today uh, about the peace of Christ in the time of uncertainty and transition and, uh, uh, yeah, definitely uncertainty and, and constant change and uh, various things, you know, the unknown is around us. Um, I want to ask as we come kind of towards the end here about a, what does this mean practically? So uh, if a person's like, okay, I'm jiving with everything Father's saying, uh, I recognize that there are, there are doubts and wounds and uh, sins and various other things inside of me and this uh, I have to understand all of this and there's things outside of me, okay, and what he's telling me is I just need to be with Jesus in the boat and I'm like, okay, and so the person's sitting there like, what is that? <laughs> how do I do that? How do yeah. I How do I find that Jesus is in the boat? It's sounds to me like the very first uh, practical thing to do is to make an act of faith, uh, which is yeah. for me to just say, Jesus, you have said that you bring peace in the midst of my storm, and I'm claiming it in your holy name. I believe it, even if I'm not experiencing it or I'm, I, I'm not perceiving it right now. I believe your word, and I believe that you are with me, and in your holy name I pray amen, something like that, like an act of faith, uh, like a declaration. Uh, that sounds like the first practical thing a person can do. Um, wh- what else? What else would I do? It sounds like maybe read the promises of Scripture. Uh, or what else would you suggest, to your father? Yeah, it's it's a good question. Um, the important thing is just to uh, realize that again, it's not um, going to be an absence of conflicts. It's not is if Jesus is just going to take all your worries away suddenly. Mm-hmm. We, we mm-hmm. do constantly get attacked. But in the midst of those 
constant attacks. It's just, Jesus, I trust you. Mm-hmm. Jesus, save me. Mm-hmm. Lord, have mercy on me. It's mm-hmm. the awareness, especially as we prepare for Holy Week, that we have a Savior. He wants to save us. But we have to come to Him to be saved. And so it doesn't mean it's just going to take everything away. It's not going to be, you know, Pollyannish, and all of a sudden, oh, it's okay. It's just the awareness that Christ is with me in this. And you have to renew your hearts, maybe every minute sometimes, in that proclamation that Jesus is with me, Jesus is here to save me, He is my peace. Mm -hmm. And that will fulfill you. It won't take away problems, it will fulfill you. Okay. Father, this is great. Uh, We need to constantly uh, remember and talk to the Lord so that we are reminded that He is with us in the midst of all things. Thank you so much for being with us today, Father. Blessings upon the rest of your Lent and Holy Week and uh, the Paschal Triduum when it comes. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you for allowing me to be with you today. Wonderful. Thanks, Father. Up next, find out who wins the donuts this week during Honor Our Fathers. Don't worry. These donuts uh, have ashes all over them for Lent. And later, join us as we pray a rosary live on the air for all those continuing to be affected by the coronavirus. Stay with us here on Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.